If we are heading towards the great financial crisis, as they're putting it, the retail market is actually going to be at a benefit to it. Whereas these buyers could not get into homes because they were so overpriced, now there's going to be the ability to get homes all over the place. Okay, This is good for the retail buyer. Interest rates are higher, for sure, but if you're not paying... over asking price, you're actually in a better spot, and this is what this is alluding to, that it's becoming a buyer's market from a seller's market, okay? And that's great news if you're a retail buyer. The question we got to ask ourselves as real estate investors is, is this a good thing for the real estate investment market? Check, check, one, two, one, two. Turn it up, turn it up. Welcome to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. The tides are turning, the time is now. Your home for the mindset, methodology, and tools needed to invest in foreclosures. Don't you dare buy a house, buy a deal. You need to get into this right now. Right now, yeah. And now your host, the Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. I am your host and Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum, recording live from our downtown studios with Mr. Jonathan Winston, baby. What's up? What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, John Winston. Always excited and happy to be here. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I think we got a good show coming up today. First yeah, of all, um, things have been going pretty smooth uh, on my end. Had some performances last weekend for First Friday, and did a whole bunch of other stuff, and hung out with some people. And so, yeah, it's uh, it's all been good, and looking forward to see what we got today. Excellent. Yeah, man. Thanks for being here. Thank you guys for being here. You know, here we are in the Foreclosure Deals Coach podcast, been screaming about an investor marketplace for, gosh, two years in a market where there haven't been a ton of investment opportunities directly on the market. But as always, we've got our article of the day, which goes into an article that was a was published by Fortune Magazine talking about, you're going to love this, how fast sellers are slashing home prices in America's biggest 97 housing markets, okay? So, the set the stage here. We've all known that for the past two years, the market's been nothing but up, up, up. Just crazy amounts. As a matter of fact, the article reports that it went up an unprecedented 43% in just over two years, okay? So, that's over 20% appreciation per year for two years straight. Now, it should be obvious, but if it's not obvious to you, what goes up at this rate, obviously, at some point, has to come back down. I mean, we knew that was going to happen. Right? Yeah, for sure. That's not really news, okay? But what we're seeing right now is all over these huge markets, you're seeing a 10 to 15% potential. Note I said potential, not actual yet, okay? But they're predicting a 10 to 15% potential decline. But when you compare that against a 43% raise... Are we in a recession yet? You know, we're still at twenty-eight percent. What uh, in the positive? In the right? positive. So. You're twenty-eight percent up. So, meanwhile, there's all this recessionary talk. I mean, not at the White House. We got our president redefining the term recession because, hey, when in doubt, 
Just change the dictionary definition. I mean, come on, man. That ain't blue. We're going to call that red. It's worked for centuries. Let's just do it. Let's <laughs> just keep doing that, right? And for some reason, we are loosely falling for that, or are we? If you're a real estate investor, you got to understand the difference between the wholesale market and the retail market, okay? And, and the perceptions that lie within both of those. Let's start at the retail market. And when I, when I talk about the retail market, I imagine the white picket fences, the uh, you know, the young family buying their first home. I actually think back to buying my first home, and I had a young daughter, and I was looking for my dream, my slice of the American dream. Right. Well, that retail market has gone up to very unaffordable rates in the last couple of years. It's become, in a lot of ways, for those who were buying, it became the American nightmare. You had houses going up so high, so fast, that buyers were forced to do appraisal gaps. And this this is not news to any of you, but I need you to understand the perception and, and how it's going to affect retail versus wholesale. Obviously, as investors, we're going to be more on the wholesale side of this, but we got to set the stage here, okay? So the American dream has been trounced upon for the better part of two years. You've had people who wanted to buy, desperately wanted to buy, and could not get into homes, or if they did get into homes, they were getting into homes for $50,000, $60,000 over asking price was not uncommon in certain parts of the country. Here in Colorado Springs, Colorado, we saw pretty consistently going $20,000 over asking, and you know, as an investor, it was amazing. Like it was just extra money coming in for really no good reason at all. These are the houses we were planning on selling. Let's just imagine for three twenty-five. That was our target price. That we're going for three fifty, at three sixty even. And this was happening all over. Bidding wars were mounting. Okay, so the retail market is now fading. And what they're saying in this article is that we're going to see price drops in the area because I can tell you from personal experience right now, we've got a bunch of retail properties we were buying all throughout this era, and obviously you don't. Don't know you're going to slow down till you're in the slowdown, right? So we bought properties that we were budgeting for one price, who we've been sitting on since about June. What changed in June? Well, the interest rates. We saw a massive interest rate increase, and that—that—that's what we're they're, they're discussing in here. Is that the big impact is going to be what they're calling the the great financial crisis era? Okay, Uh-oh. and that they're gonna—they're naming—they're naming 2023 right yeah, that's now. Pretty, that's pretty catchy, man. The great financial crisis, right? It's yeah. not as cool as the Great Depression because that's just yeah. sad. Or the Great Recession. The Great you know? Recession. See, it's 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 like it's right in the middle. It's right in the middle. It makes right. you kind of scared, but like almost right. like, hey, we might—you know—they're smart people that can help us get out of this financial crisis that they actually made, but we'll trust them to get us out of it. Because we trusted in the past, and it's gone, you know, so well. Oh well, uh, right. Okay. There was the last. That was that last time. Oh yeah, yeah. and the time before that. Uh, oh yeah, wait, <laughs> the, wait the a time before. Anyway, um, if we are heading towards the great financial crisis, as they're putting it, the retail market is actually going to be at a benefit to it. Whereas these buyers could not get into homes. Because they were so overpriced, now there's going to be the ability to get homes all over the place. Okay, This is good for the retail buyer. Interest rates are higher, for sure, but if you're not paying $10,000, dollars $30,000 over asking price, you're actually in a better spot, and this is what this is alluding to, that it's becoming a buyer's market from a seller's market. Okay, And that's great news if you're a retail buyer. The question we got to ask ourselves as real estate investors is, is this a good thing for the real estate investment market? And my answer, it's it's loaded both ways. If you're currently sitting on inventory that you need to sell like we are, it doesn't feel like a very good time to be a real estate investor or a fix and flipper. But what are the multiple exit strategies that we have available? 
Mm. Right. One of them was selling them. That was that was the general intention. If we were flipping houses, we did forty-seven flips last year. The intent was to buy them, fix them up, and sell them. Plan B was always renting them out. Right. Because in the end, flipping will make you a amazing income over a, a short period of time, cons, you know, comparatively. Right. You can make a lot of money in a short period of time in a short it, it, with flipping. However, the long term wealth is actually built with buy and hold real estate because we know that over the long term, houses have continued to go up over the long term on an average of six percent a year consistently. You can go back. Right, 50, 60 years, you're going to find that consistency in the 6%. We've had boom years, like the last two, where we saw 20% hyperinflation is what they referred to that. But in the bust years, you may see a bit of a reduction. But if you average it all out, you're looking at an annualized return on housing of about 6%. Okay. What's interesting about this time is when we shift to a rental market, which is where you know we're going to have to go in the houses we currently own, have to rent them out. And our plan is not to do standard rental. We're going to do short-term rental whenever possible, where licensing is available, right? And I'll be frank with you, we might have to do short-term rental for the short term just to stay afloat in the immediate because the payment, the debt service is rough, and then switch to a long-term rental just to keep things moving. The upside, though, is as the retail market's goes down, let's call it 10%. The wholesale market where investors operate, spend most of their time in, goes to an exponentially higher rate than the retail market. Here's what I mean. If we dip 10% in the retail market, it is very reasonable, feasible even, that the wholesale market, the motivated seller market, will dip at least 20%, maybe even 30 and I want you to hear that and really grasp that for just a minute. Okay, if there's a lot of motivation on the retail side, if you got a dilapidated house, the perception, even if not completely real, is that your house is fading in value faster than the retail equivalent. There is some truth to this, right? Because if buyers are now able to be more picky, if buyers can be, you know, I'm looking at the properties, I got a lot more inventory than I had a year ago to look at. Most buyers are not you. Most buyers are not looking at this from the investment angle. They simply want a place to live, a place to raise their children, right? A place to to live the life that they, they set out to lead, right? The investor market, you and me and all the wonderful listeners of this show, have got to look at this as the biggest opportunity in the re- in recent history, okay? Because the wholesale market, the guy who's got a problem property, he's got a tenant he hasn't been able to get out since coronavirus, right? He's got a bug problem with roaches who have taken over and set up shop inside the house. Maybe have a small factory <laughs> built in there, like a small shop at Joe's apartment. To Joe's apartment, right? Like, Playing and shooting dice. It's like, how did you get a pair of dice that small, you roaches? That's ridiculous. <laughs> What's going on in here? Like, if, you've, if you've created Roach Motel, like you've got no vacancy <laughs> signs at your Roach Motel, you're going to perceive this market collapse as way worse than it actually is. We saw this in the 2000-2008 crisis. We saw that though retail faded, here in Colorado Springs, we saw a total correction of about 12%. Okay, And it lasted roughly nine months before we saw prices start to head up. And this is, I'm not making this stuff up. This There's data to support the nine month. But meanwhile, there were two years of whimpering about how bad the market was. I'll never forget, I was a young real estate agent. I just got my license in 2007. And I'm walking around the office and like, I'm, like you're trying to prevent agents from hanging themselves in the hallway. <laughs> like, it's over. Oh my God. Get away from that window, man. You're going to be okay. Let it go. Plus, it's a one story window. You're not even going to die. <laughs> Right? You're busting out that glass for no reason. <laughs> right? 
But after we talked the agents off the ledge, it became relatively apparent that the market had just shifted to an investor-focused market. Or in simple terms, it's our time. Hmm. Right? Oh, yeah. We have been waiting for years for this crisis, quote unquote, the great financial crisis of 2023 or whatever they're going to call this. Right? Because you know what's cool is the press is going to come up with some really cool verbiage for verbiage, this one. Like, yeah. This might just be the beginning, but you're going to hear other stuff like you know the sideways real estate yeah. market. The, it's going to be a bunch of different terms. Uh, uh, oversaturate. I feel like that's going to be that's going to uh, be a big one, right? I, you know, I don't. I'm just kind of like looking forward to it almost because they 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 surprise me a lot of that's times. That's cool with some just, cool stuh, stuff. Like, term, like your, terminology. Your, like real estate's cool, but like the killers, like they come up like the like the like the different the different serial killers and yeah, the. The Saturday Night Special Killer. Yeah, it's like, dude, you're taking this. I think you're a little bit more into it than the dude. You came up with a whole name and persona for him, right? Like, because it sells paper, sells okay. clicks. And you got to remember that the press's job is to sell clicks. Hi, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach. You know, one question I'm asked all the time is how do I get started in real estate investing? Here's the thing. In order to get into the game, you got to have access to the big data that drives the real estate market. After all, you wouldn't trade stocks without a trading platform, and you shouldn't get started in investing in real estate without DealHunter.io. DealHunter.io is an application that I use daily to find the best deals in the real estate market, to provide that information to my lending partner so I can fund those deals, to know how to fix those deals, to bring them in line with the market, and most importantly, how to sell those deals at a profit. So if you're looking to get started in real estate investing, head on out to dealhunter.io and sign up for a free seven-day trial of the PropStream application that'll separate you from other competitors of the real estate market. With that, this is Donnie Corum from dealhunter.io reminding you, don't buy a house buy a deal so they're going to take this crisis and even if it's not accurately a crisis they're going to blow it way out of proportion okay and it's during these times the real estate investor is going to be able to capitalize now i'm not going to kid you my agent brethren you're in for a hell of a roller coaster right now okay because you've got to convince buyers to buy into what is going to be perceived as a falling market you're going to have to outsmart them in a lot of ways and say hey i know what the press is telling you but understand that with two years ago this crisis although prices were going up this problem started a while back we're just realizing we're paying for it right now with the with the actual stats which is prices are going down. And by the time they stop reporting that prices are going down, which is going to be another two years from today, they will already turn around. We're going to see that increase. The press is going to be lagging by a minimum of 12 months of real market and a lot of case 24 months because it sells clicks. Okay. In the past, we would have said sells papers, but because nobody reads the printed version of anything, you get the idea, right? right? They have to sell eyeballs. They got to get your attention. So the attention investors need to be focused on where are all these opportunities going to go? Well, in my book, The Hidden Foreclosure Deal Market, I give you a couple sources, but one of my favorites of all times is the HUD foreclosure market, which you can check out at www.hudhomestore.com. Now, at the HUD Home Store, you're going to find foreclosure properties. I'll tell you this. I, I, go on, I used to go on there every single day. 
Um, but I stopped because Colorado didn't have any for quite some time. And even today, I looked this morning, and there are still no HUD foreclosures here in Colorado. Oh. Right. However, we are now setting up shop to do a flipping operation in the Florida market, specifically the Space Coast of Florida market. Bought a house in Melbourne, Florida, out there to flip, and that's got at least fifty or sixty HUD foreclosures. Okay, these are opportunities because the federal government, God bless them, is not interested in owning property. They're interested in getting rid of it. Now that there's a perception that the retail market is fading, I'm already seeing that HUD foreclosures are being priced significantly below market. So this notion that there are no deals in your local market is absolutely preposterous. Okay, You've got to get over that right now. There are deals. There have been deals for quite some time, and the deals are now starting to get momentum. They're starting to build. How is one to capitalize on, an in, on a retail failing market. Well, I can tell you that the agent side is going to suffer longer, okay? Because it takes a while for the retail segment to catch up. The wholesale market, led by you know, let's call it what it is, capitalism and greed, because there's just more money <laughs> on the wholesale side, tends to adapt way faster. It figures out market conditions way faster. Wholesalers have got to adjust their prices down on the retail side. But they also have to have the understanding that there should be more investors jumping in the pool right now than before. That will not be the case for the early part of the market. Most investors are going to run scared for a while. right? The relationships you probably already had with cash buyers is probably drying up right now. Am I right, wholesalers? Are you dealing with that? Yeah. Not, the conversation is like, I'm not sure if I'm buying anything because I can tell you. I'm not buying anything people, recently. People are holding off. People are, you know, being a little bit more cautious. Right, because we have to be. Like, there's a harsh reality to when you're in this time, you've got to be a little bit more conservative. This is not an excuse to back off the gas. Is your goal to make several million dollars in real estate investing, or did you just want to get by? See, if you just wanted to get by, there's lots of ways to do it. You can buy one rental property, you know, sit on it for a while, build a little equity in that. But if you're really looking to dominate the space, and I know that's you because you're a listener to the Foreclosure Deals Coach podcast, not the Boring Guy Real Estate Show. Is, is that a thing? Is there a uh, Boring Guy Real Estate I Show? I don't know if it's called that, but I know I've probably listened, listened to a, to a few of those where I'm like, I have too. this like, guy is the boring guy. I'm going to fall asleep, right? <laughs> The Boring Guy Real Estate Show is going to tell you there's no deals out there, the market slowed down, or that you shouldn't be investing in deals because the market's slowing down. I'm going to tell you now's the time, and it's what we're doing, is to build your systems, get things reinforced, get your operations dialed in if you're going to flip. If you're going to wholesale, start building your cash buyers list stronger than ever before. And don't just get email addresses. you got to go have conversations. When this thing turns around, I'm going to find a bunch of deals, Mr. and Mrs. Investor. What kind of stuff are you looking for? So I can make sure when I find them, I can get them to your desk sooner. You need to be building relationships and systems right now stronger than ever before. Because if you're willing to do that, as this article indicates, it's starting to fade. And you can take advantage of the market if you just get in and get going right now. Okay. Now, in this article, I'd love for you to take it out. Give it a good read because it talks about markets that are seeing substantial price drops. And, of course, Colorado's right in the center of it. Oh, wow. And so, but it goes into the places that had the highest increases are going to see the highest decreases. Well, that's kind of a duh. You know, it's, I don't know. We just, 
I feel like sometimes people make it more complicated than it is and yes. try to like, you know, look into it. A lot of life and real estate and anything in markets in general is pattern recognition. And yep. there's a, just a general pattern. Like you said, if it goes up the most and it goes out of control the most, it's probably going to have a pretty steep decline. It's got to come down the most, right? That, that's mm-hmm. the reality of the situation. So significantly overvalued housing markets are seeing the inventory rise the fastest. And that doesn't translate into price drops right away. What it does is it, once the inventory goes up, houses sit of the market longer. Sellers and agents, really, who have been used to houses selling in three to four days or hours, depending on you know what time frame we're talking about, right. are now panicking. They're freaking out. Like, oh well, my God, it's been 30 days. My house hasn't sold. Oh my God, it's been 60 days. My house hasn't sold. When the reality was, it should have taken 30 days to sell the house right. anyway. Right? Yeah. A normal market should have had an absorption rate of about 30 days on market. But it's, that hasn't been the case for a while, and we've forgotten. Furthermore, a lot of people who are licensed, and you know, licensed agents control the retail market. Okay, So you got people who have been licensed for less than five years who have never seen a crisis. They have no idea what a weak or, or weakening market looks like. So they're going to advise their clients incorrectly, not on purpose. They're going off the data they have had. Okay, Most of them did not do their historical research. And definitely most of them have only been around for five to six years, have my independently experienced data where I saw how this is supposed to play out. Okay, This is a huge opportunity for those getting into investing or those who want to get into investing, because if you're going to coach or train with anybody right now, Okay. There's been a, a lot of coaches, there's a lot of people pitching their wares out there. Okay. I'm, I'm not knocking it. I love it. I love seeing my fellow coaches out there making money and trying to spread the knowledge of wealth building through real estate. That being said, a lot of them got in the market also in the last five to six years. Right. And I have no idea how to sustain through what's about to happen next. For that and a bunch of other reasons, I highly recommend if you're looking to get into real estate coaching, and I'll be honest, if you're going to do this seriously, you need to get a mentor. You need to get a coach. There's a bunch of good information on YouTube. There are books you can read. You can get educated about this, but I can tell you from personal experience, what really got me through in the 2008-2009 era was my mentor and coach, Michael Jake, during that time. Okay, And that was a key element to thriving in a down market versus just getting started. And yes, yes, this leads into, I would love to talk to you about coaching if that's what you want to do. But to get started, we got to make sure we're a good fit. So to, to do that, you want to go to foreclosuredealscoach.com. You want to download the Hidden Foreclosure Market book. That's going to get you set up if you want to do an individualized coaching call where we're going to determine whether it's a good idea for us to work together. If we determine it's a good idea for us to work together, I'm going to walk you through the five F's of foreclosure investing, which include find, figure, fund, fix, and flip. So you've got a process you can follow as this market goes downhill, okay? Because otherwise, your alternative is going to be to wait for it to trough out, to bottom out, which could be a solid year or two from now. Right. Right, and then buy in at that point. I can tell you during that amount of time, depending on how aggressive you want to get, you could literally make millions of dollars if you start scaling right now while the market is heading down as opposed to waiting for that trough and bottoming back up. Listen, more wealth transfer happens during slow markets and down markets than it does during up markets. Anybody can trade the market when it's going up, so everybody does. Okay, some people go through their entire life buying mutual funds and bonds and stocks and don't even know what short selling right. means. 
right? It's just not something that's commonly taught. The same applies to real estate investing. Everybody, every agent, every real estate investor has been and will continue to be relatively successful, if not extremely successful, when the market's going up by 20% a year. Like that just doesn't take rocket science to figure that out. Exactly. Right? We had one property, the Springs Hell House, that by the time I had finished it, it took way longer than we wanted to because it was the Hell House. Like, yeah, I mean, there was a ghost hanging out. Boo! I go, you still here? Look <laughs> at <laughs> the Springs Hell House. I go, get out. Get out. <laughs> You're not even paying rent. <laughs> dude. Like, I got ghosts up in here? This is I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Um, six months later, it had gone up 10% more than we <laughs> bought it. You know, my, my original estimate was like seven fifty when I bought the property mm-hmm. for five eighty. So I thought I had a pretty good deal. By the time we got it done, it sold for eight thirty. Right? That's wild. Am I a genius? Well, yes. <laughs> Duh. Why it? But it's also my show, right? So I mean, got to pat myself on the back. Right. No, the reality was the market was going up so fast that an idiot could have picked them out. It's going to take a lot more genius, a lot more intelligence, and a lot more experience to get to the market that's coming through right now. And I would be honored to be your coach and mentor, but you got to do your homework. You got to read these articles. You got to know what's happening. And when you're ready to dive in and change your life through real estate investing, it's not me saying it. It's it's Fortune Magazine. It's Redfin. It's the analyst. It's the great financial crisis of 2023. And it could be the most financially beneficial time in your entire existence if you're willing to take action and get going right now. So step one, go download that book. Hidden Foreclosure Markets can give you some great insight on where these deals are going to lie, including the HUD homestore.com, but a couple other areas you can also check out. And I'd love to chat with you about pursuing your real estate investment career through professional coaching here at Foreclosure Deals Coach. That is our show for today. I really appreciate you guys tuning in each and every single week. And listen, it's time to get involved. Download the book. Know what is happening. Do not be afraid of the recession or whatever it is we're calling it since we can't use the term recession, according to Biden, which is stupid, but whatever. Go, Joe! Um, Let's go, Brandon. Um, (laughs) Get going. Take action. Whatever you're going to do, start reading, start studying, start understanding. A lot of cool stuff is happening. We want you to be a part of it. This is your host, Dottie Corum, the Foreclosure Deals Coach, thanking you again for tuning in and reminding you now and always, don't buy a house, buy a a deal. Want more of the Foreclosure Deals Coach? Hit subscribe and stay tuned for more of the mindset, methodology, and tools you'll need to invest in foreclosures. Visit foreclosuredealscoach.com and text DEAL to get a list of foreclosures in your area.